Hello, this is Canyon Podcast Preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is, Wisdom is Not Permanent, Nor Guaranteed. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode two of four. So time for a minute of interjection. Do you think God has a problem with you being rich, wise, or edumacated? His warnings about money do not shut up the windows of heaven over your life. 1 Timothy 6.10 and Malachi 3.6.12 Your fear, greed, sin, or poverty mindset is what keeps you from becoming a financial blessing to others. But don't fret, we all have our issues to try to resolve before the throne of God. So back to Solomon. 1 Kings 10.23 and 27 So King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and he made cedar trees as abundant as the sycamores which are in the lowland. But then, but then something happened. For you see, I think that it became very difficult to be content when there is nothing left to buy. Also note that it wasn't his wisdom or money that turned his heart from God, but going after other gods that his wives had brought under his roof. Be careful who you invite into your life. They may have a surprise, and you may not discover it until you are old. 1 Kings 11, 1-8 But King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as a daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord had said to the children of Israel, You shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Say it with me, won't you? You shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Now to take this a layer deeper, I want to ask God why. Why in marrying these women from foreign places would they turn him, or us, away from you? I mean, what did they have of any value that would have compared to giving up our love of God? One could guess that once a person gives themselves over to other gods, that they cannot be turned. But I know of peeps that did. Is it that our relationship with God is so fragile that it only takes a false god to turn our hearts? You see, the trouble has to be in us. The weakness has to be in us. Look, Hebrew 13.5 Let your conduct be without covetedness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Romans 8, 38, 39 For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. But neither of these say that we won't leave him. And even though he tries to help us to stay focused on him, we still end up with wandering eyes. So let's see Solomon's extreme case of wandering eyes. Verse 3. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For it was so, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned his heart after other gods. And his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. 
so you see it is here that i question god stating that he has made solomon the wisest man ever or even just his father king david but then god cannot lie titus 1 2 numbers 23 19 and hebrews 6 18 and so if he cannot lie and solomon is the wisest man to have ever lived does wisdom play a role in a person staying loyal to god and is god showing us that you can be the second wisest person on earth and still break your loyalty to him so in this i get two things one that you can be a god bond breaker becoming unequally yoked because you with them worship their god in some form or another <laughs> we can now see why in second corinthians six fourteen it states do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? Well, you know, we can't leave that word in there without possibly finding out if there is more in this than we can initially see. Time to decomment. Communion, the act of receiving the Eucharist elements, the elements of the Eucharist, celebration of the Eucharist, the antiphon slung at the Eucharist services, a group of persons having a common religious faith, a religious denomination, association, fellowship, interchange or sharing of thoughts or emotions, intimate communication, the act of sharing or holding in common, participation, the state of things so held. So boom, mic drop. We cannot or rather do not belong romancing things that confess darkness as their light. If you hold to the fact that God is not the God, the only God, your Creator, then you are courting darkness and everything that dwells in it. And whatever it or they are, they or it will cause you to separate your love from God. Look again at what Romans says. Romans 8, 38-39 For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we add or say accept when we get wise in our own eyes and become unequally yoked to an unbeliever. You see, those scriptures are not in contradiction because it happened. Solomon proved you could walk away and separate yourself from God. Maybe not his love, but from him nonetheless. Verse 5, For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow the Lord, as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, on the hill that is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all of his foreign wives, who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. Okay, so but we get to another point in the message, which is that this is describing America, right where she is at right now. We have been called out. Molech, in whom the people sacrificed their kids to back in the day, and then left, as this nation was founded in God, but has now been invited to return, as we can now witness. Now, we don't sacrifice kids anymore, do we? Yep, a million times more than they did back in the day. We kill our kids for even less than they did. Abortions are nothing more than a sacrifice to other gods, to Molech. And the strange thing is that many of those who do such things 
know it and don't care that you know it. For others, it may be for other reasons, but just because one is ignorant of the activity and what it represents does not mean that they are not doing it. The book titled The Return of the Gods, written by Jonathan Kahn, will shed more light on these gods than Solomon gave up the ghosts for. So goes the leader of a country, and if not careful, the people will ignorantly follow. 1 Kings 11.33 Because they have forsaken me, they being Israel, and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of Sidonians, Chamash, the god of the Moabites, and Milcom, the god of the people of Ammon, and have not walked in my ways to do what is right in my eyes, and keep my statutes and my judgments, as did his father David. So in the following scripture, we see that King David appeared to be wiser than his son, King Solomon. But for the fact that it wasn't for the fact that anyone else other than God saying that King Solomon would be the wisest to have ever existed, it would be difficult to believe them. Look at what King David tells his son before he dies. He cannot say he wasn't warned, and yet it happened, though he was warned. 1 Chronicles 28.9 As for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father, and serve him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all the hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.